Welcome to this episode of Math Perspectives Table Talk featuring Kathy Richardson. Today she is joined by co-author of Number Talks in the Primary Classroom, Sue Dolphin. They will be discussing teaching intentionally through questions. To watch the accompanying video, please visit youtube.com forward slash math perspectives. All this information can be found in the show notes of this episode. There will also be information regarding the books and resources discussed, summer 2023 open enrollment courses available, and how to get in contact with Math Perspectives for setting up professional development for educators of pre-K through 5 mathematics in the show notes as well. New YouTube and podcast episodes will be airing monthly, and Kathy would love to hear from you. Email info, I-N-F-O, at mathperspectives.com to ask Kathy a question, and it could be aired in the episode. Now pull up a chair to the table. And let's get started. Really, the way I think about learning is the things that we think are hard to teach are no big deal when the kids notice it. They just notice it, and it's just there. And when we try to teach it, it's like, what is she saying? What is she saying? I don't get it. I don't get it. And they stop thinking, try to get, have look at the teacher and see, am I right? Am I right? Teacher, teacher, am I right? Yeah. And yet it's not random either. It's mm-hmm. knowing what you want them to accomplish and providing the right opportunities for them to notice. So it's it's not direct, but it's also not random. It's intentional. It's intentional. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's intentional, but you're not. But you're responding rather than directing. You're letting the child tell you what they see, and all by itself. If I ask the child, "What do you see?" Then what they get, they look. <laughs> you know, they look that, and otherwise they're looking at my face to see what I want them to do. Yeah. That question yeah. automatically engages them. Yes. Yeah. So, what you would say the difference between how teachers teach math right now versus how you guys would encourage teachers to teach mm-hmm. would be they're telling what the kids to see and mm-hmm. you're telling the kids that it's okay that you see it differently than this kid or this kid as long as you're seeing it mm-hmm. and understanding the way you see mm-hmm. it. Is that really the difference between it? Yeah, because I I remember one person I worked with that had older kids and he just couldn't really quite get into the stations and all the activities and all the commotion that he saw in these primary grades. But he said, I started asking my kids, what do you know? What do you see when you're looking at these fractions? And he said that made all the difference in the world. All of a sudden, they were in charge of their learning. They were looking, they were paying attention, they were noticing, they weren't scared because it was their own brain. (laughs) You know, they weren't trying to guess an answer. He said that made a huge difference, that one way of looking at things. One question he would ask his kids. He used to say, see this, see this, see, I'm showing you, I'm showing you, look at what I'm doing. When he just said, what do you see? All of a sudden, the whole world opened up for those kids. Well, and then that also seems like a formative assessment. Now, not only did it open up for them, it opens up for me because now I know what my kids see. And then my questions follow related to Mm -hmm. what they can see or what they can't yet see. So what you have to do as a teacher is really truly accept what they see if a child is counting and that's the best they can do and that's and they're really proud because they tell you they counted and they got there and they know they're right then you have to say that's okay with me but how am I going to move them to the next thing Mm -hmm. some of what we do is we rush kids past their sense making because we don't like the fact that they're doing it I'll show you now because you'll be able to do it quicker well that just stops their thinking it it really it limits them. limits them it totally limits them and the other thing that I think think is part of number talk 
rocks, but generally everything we, we want to do in math is typically, and if most of, most of us think about our own math experiences, we had to memorize things. We either memorized facts or we memorized procedures. And if we couldn't think about what it was, we usually were stuck. We didn't have a way to say, well, I know this, so I can do that. But when you're looking at, what do I know about seven? Well, I know it's five and two. I know that when I have seven, I need three more to make 10. I know that when I have one less, it's six. When I know that about the number itself and the relationship of it to other numbers, I can't forget that. I know it because that's how the world is. I know I have five and five is 10. That's just the way it is. So we're not memorizing, we're internalizing. We're just, this is how the world is. I'm not going to forget over summer. There's not going to be learning loss. I'm not going to forget three and three is six. So three and four must be seven. If I've figured that out and I've noticed it, it doesn't say, well, what was that again? It, it's just what you know, what you observe and you own it and you use it on the next thing. So you're not trying to remember it. Right. You just know, know it. it. I think the other part of that is that when kids just know, then they can use Use it in any setting. And then mm. the opposite of that is when they have to remember. That means they have to remember every single fact as a separate fact. Yes. That's a lot of remembering. That's a lot of remembering. As opposed to being able to figure out anything because you know how the number mm-hmm. system works. It reminds me of a third grade teacher that was in a group that I had. And I had K3, so they had the older kids. And she'd hear all this stuff about that the kids work on these things. Don't rush and let them really know what they're doing. And she said, okay, I, I decided I was really going to do this. And I was going to really make sure my kids had meaningful experiences and they were going to work at things that made sense to them and she said and then the test came at the end of the year and I said oh my gosh I never taught them double digit multiplication and she said and guess what happened they just did it because they were used to making sense of numbers those just happened to be bigger numbers but they knew how to think about it and she said they did better than they ever did when she taught it taught it taught it taught it I always remember that because she was brave in the first place to just stick to that and then when she saw the results she, she will never go back and do it in a memorized way anymore. Please visit the show notes for all the discussed books and resources as well as information regarding summer 2023 professional development for educators of pre-k through five mathematics. If you would like to watch the accompanying video please visit youtube.com forward slash math perspectives. If you would like to submit a question to Kathy please email info info at mathperspectives.com and it could be aired in an episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Math Perspectives Table Talk featuring Kathy Richardson with special guest Sue Dolphin. New episodes in video and podcast form will be airing monthly on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. Copyright 2023 by Math Perspectives. All rights reserved. No part of this video, audio, or publication may be reproduced or transmitted in any form or by any means, electronic or mechanical, including screen or audio recording, photocopy, or any information storage or retrieval system without permission from the publisher. Thank you for your support of the rights of the authors and Math Perspectives. Unifix is a registered trademark of Philip and Tacey LTD, used with permission of Didacts Incorporated, Raleigh, Massachusetts, USA. Every effort has been made to contact copyright holders for permission to reproduce borrowed material. We regret any oversight that may have occurred and will be Please to rectify them in subsequent reprints of the work.